rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Hey, what's going on? We're doing another show two days in a row. Isn't that nice? Well, that's only because we need to do as many shows as possible because we have a lot of work to do. We This is um, not a... I was going to say, I hate that. I guess I hate that expression. This is not a drill. I guess because it's so used all the time. But it just came out of my mouth. I couldn't think of anything more clever fast enough. So it's for real. The Republicans, I was thinking about what am I going to call the show tonight? And I thought, well, when people show you who they are, believe them. When the, the, the Republican Party shows us who they are believe them they don't they don't like democracy that's the problem they've never they've never liked democracy they're a um, they're an an autocracy cult they are well they're they're what is conservatism is fundamentally an anti-democratic ideology where the rich rule over the rest of us. I mean, that's really what it's about. The right, the, they, they can take democracy. They can, um, they can endure it or abide by it or just uh, tolerate it is probably the best way to describe it. They can only tolerate it if they pick who gets to participate in the democracy. So they have no, they they never have a mandate, really. Uh, well, I mean, not never. I guess Reagan had a mandate to destroy this country. Well, he had a mandate for 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 his uh, morning in America. I describe it M O U R N I N G. What he did was um and my, i have a, i have a, an opinion on why the united states went from the new deal to reaganomics and um it was because of racism frankly reagan tickled those racist funny bones and because one of the byproducts of the new deal was that it created the american um a an economically vibrant white american working class and that working class, uh, with the help of the deregulated media, and well, you know, one step at a time, it doesn't happen overnight, the, they were incessantly and uh, repeatedly, I guess that's the same word, um, bombarded with uh, racist propaganda, right-wing racist propaganda through... Uh, through the Rush Limbaugh show and um, and all of the 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 right wing media that flooded the country after the Telecommunications Act, it didn't see Clinton signed the Telecommunications Act of of ninety six, but the deregulation of the media started during Reagan and Clinton. I mean that's. That's why it's Reaganomics. Then Clintonomics put the nail in the coffin of the American middle class. So, um, it as so okay. For example, the my father. I bring him up as a as an example because my father and I used to argue all the time about him being a Republican. 
the, the him him a garbage man. That's what he, he worked at the for New York City Sanitation. He was a teamster. We lived in a, we had a nice little house on Staten Island, a decent life. My father they paid off their house. I mean, my father was a garbage man. My mother was a uh, postal worker after she was a nun. So these these salaries were able to buy a home. They were able to buy cars. I mean, I didn't live in uh, I wasn't living in a mansion, but it was wasn't a wasn't anything. It was a nice little house, right? So, but he he constantly consumed right wing media right-wing propaganda and of course the the whole welfare queen bullshit and i would hear that hear that kind of these 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 racist lies coming out of his mouth and that was kind of, that was the unintended or maybe intended consequence of the new deal it was partly because the new deal didn't belong to everyone oh here comes tara jr uh-oh, he's coming over early. Uh, yeah, it, it, there were specific carve-outs against people who had darker pigment. That's it. That's how they could... They can only get the buy-in from the Southern racists by ensuring that certain aspects of the New Deal didn't apply to people, to Americans with darker pigment, which is so sick. It really is. That's why I say... People, you know, darker pigment, because it's just so effing ridiculous. It's like, you know, I have three cats. One is orange, one is black, and one is gray. Okay, I'm only going to feed this one. I'm not. Go I'm going to ignore that one because I, it just doesn't. It, it's sick. It doesn't make any sense. They're all cats, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's the same thing with race. There is, there's only one race. It's the human race. It's, uh, it's silly. It's infantile to, to make laws because you, of pigment. Because somebody's got a certain darkening or not darken uh, skin color. It's so ridiculous. Can't we get past this already? No, we can't. Not, in, not anytime soon, clearly. But the New Deal, um, in, because of the success of the New Deal for the white working class, the, the white working class started to think, and they were told, that um, a decent middle class life was their birthright. That, and they, got, that they were able to do the things that my father was able to do and my mother buy a home, have a nice little middle class life, you know, because they they worked hard for it. This is the 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 overarching um, feeling that you oh you worked for it all, and so then these Americans, certain Americans, started to think oh well everybody all you got to do is work hard, and if you don't that uh, grab that brass ring of the American dream, then you must be. Some, there must be something wrong with you. Some, you're lazy or you're hanging out in the lazy social safety net hammock, right? And that's just not true. So that was another uh, way how the, um, the New Deal, they, when they came for the New Deal, it's uh, the white working class beneficiaries of the New Deal 
were the greatest adversaries and the greatest supporters of destroying the very things that enabled their middle-class life. What Rush Limbaugh and his ilk, their, um, their entire purpose is to get the white working class to, um, to get them to vote for their own demise, to get the white working class to, um, to hate people with darker pigment or of course they don't say that they hate them they they're not they will exclaim to their dying breath how not racist they are by being totally racist i mean they're totally so clueless and nothing that anybody tries to do will ever change that and and if you do that if you try that then you're somehow um you're the ones who hate america yeah but you, the fact is, the American people, if you're a patriot, you, you want to have a country that isn't constantly at each other's throats. So wouldn't you do the very things that you need to do? You would do whatever it takes. If you have, a, if you have let's say, you're in a relationship and you're having trouble in that relationship, but you really cherish the relationship and you want it to last you do whatever it takes to make that relationship work. Maybe you go to therapy and then maybe an, a neutral party says, hey, uh, this wasn't kind or you, this isn't nice. Maybe you can change. You can work on this or you can work on certain things together. Uh, but there's no hope if one of the, <laughs> the partners in that uh, scenario doesn't think there's anything to change well i'm not gonna learn or look at the at life through anybody else's eyes but my own that's the republican way never saying you're sorry never changing never having to never having to grow up really that's the other irony of the filthy fascist republicans it's that whatever they say they they constantly project that out onto us, onto the normal people of society, and they 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 say, oh, um, like for example, a social safety net that you're turning people into uh, dependents like children, right? Hold on a sec. So, um, what was I saying? Yes. So the the Republicans will say you're um, turning people into children, making them dependent by by giving them um, this uh, this amazing social safety net that we supposedly have that doesn't exist. And um, where the the truth is, it's the Republicans that want people to remain infants. They want you to remain emotionally stunted, spiritually stunted, intellectually stunted, small, small-minded, selfish, myopic, never uh, putting yourself in the shoes of anybody else but yourself, and never questioning anything. What's the point of life? You can't have a conversation. You can't question Give me a break. And that's the Republican way, as you can see, as we see what's going on.
with um, the election. There's It's six freaking months after the election, and they're still going on with the big lie. And it's not going to stop, just like Michael Cohen said. There will not be a peaceful transfer of power? Yeah, there won't be. So we better believe them. They are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. Don't, me- don't be fooled by the illusion of normalcy that the, that the corporate media has a vested interest in perpetrating and perpetuating. So nothing to see here? This is a problem. For I, I saw this, um, you know, Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin, the two, the, the talk about albatrosses around our necks, those two, but th- that's conservatism. They're they're conservatives. I mean, surprisingly, because Kristen Cinema wasn't. She's just a. Uh, she's another. Uh, self-seeking, self-serving, um, you know, whatever. She is what she is. She she ran, uh, she was like on the Green Party ticket once, and she had a very progressive platform, but that was all bullshit. She's, she, we know there's something very off with her. And um, conservatism. So there you go. And hello, Jim. Thank you for your super chat. I see you. If you're on any other channel come over to youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster i see haiku i see eli i see robin i see jim did you watch the idiot of the week who's that jim wait do you see tara jr jr hello all right. Uh, there's uh, the idiot of the week. There's a few. I mean, there. How the idiot of the week? How could you pick just one? My God. Uh, the whole thing is this is pretty disturbing. So uh, let's. What I want to talk about tonight. A couple of things. You know, we're gonna do a short. It's not short. It's two hours. We're gonna do like a two-hour show. I'm gonna try to do as many shows as I possibly can, as we build our community, and. I believe that's what it's going to take. Not just to make this show. I, I mean, the reason I'm doing the show in general, don't you think I would like to do other things like um, sleep sometimes? Um, but it's important. We need a real liberal media. So this is it. So I'll do the, do the best I can. And unapologetic liberal media, hopefully it'll catch on. And I, I do believe it, it does at times. I feel like we've been able to plant some seeds, and that's what has to happen. We have to reclaim patriotism we, and fight for the, this constitutionally limited democratic republic like, like our lives depend upon it, because it does. They're not kidding. They, this is happening, guys. I, and I know I've, I want to reiterate this. It's happening. They are actively, it's really, do, it is happening. I'm probably saying this more for myself right now because sometimes it is hard to believe that we are watching a fascist coup. 
I and I I know it's I've been saying it. it you know it's like sort of like when you expect the worst you're something in your life whatever you might happen and you're like oh and you're anxious about I hope this doesn't happen I this this is the worst case scenario and then it happens and it's almost like oh my god here we are this is the the thing I was dreading but it's happening it's true they like I've said for years in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism, it's happening. They're, they now have the power and they have the, the golden idol, well, the orange idol. They have the, um, they, I think they have their mentor. Of course, he's their dim, dim leader, dumb Fiora, but he's shown them because he is a legitimate con man he showed he modeled the behavior that they're all adopting, which is never saying you're sorry, not and not just lie. Don't don't even why? What who you don't do you need to justify the lies? No. You just have to lie and then when the truth grabs you and everybody sees it right with their very own eyes, you you yell fake news. You call them liars. If somebody says you're passing a bill that's Jim Crow 2.0, you go, well, you're passing a bill that's Jim Crow 2.0. Until no one no one knows what the hell you're... T who's passing what bill? Who's... Oh, they're both sides. Both sides are... They're the same. One side... Is passing Jim Crow 2.0. The other side is passing Jim Crow 2.0. It's, it's, it's no wonder I'm nuts. I <laughs> really. And I mean, in a, in a, not nuts. I'm not, I'm not Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, how does a Marjorie Taylor Greene get into, into Congress and the behavior behind it? the uh, the way that they act as something that you've seen we've all we've seen this kind of behavior in high school and if you behave like that in high school you get in, you get detention you get demerits you whatever you end up getting reprimanded if children behaved like like twitler if they behaved like Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're, they get reprimanded. Remember the Republicans? What about the children? Oh, they love the children. They love life. They love babies. Please. They're so full of shit. And uh, the whole thing, oh, well, there's so many things. We were talking about the, the now they're coming for abortion. I, I had my facts wrong yesterday. A couple of things we were talking about. It's not over 60% of the American people want access to safe and legal abortion services on demand, goddammit. That's, uh, it's not 60%, it's 70, over 70% of the American people. But that doesn't matter to the Republicans, you see. They don't have a mandate. Not in the last 40 years. They've, they've had, they don't have a mandate. George W. Bush didn't have a mandate. Freaking Twitler didn't have a mandate. Does that stop them? 
absolutely not. There, you talk about shoving things down your throats. Here they are, shoving their fascist autocracy down our throats. So, and it's, a, it's an insult. It, it makes me so angry. Especially, you guys know, I ride my bike down into um, Calvary Cemetery here in Queens. I live near this old cemetery. It's one of the oldest in the country. It's amazing. It's an amazing cemetery. I... I don't know. I love, <laughs> I know it sounds, it's not morose though. I don't go there with a feeling of mo being morose about it. I, I, it's the word enjoy. I, it's contemplative. It's meditative for me to remember. It really does keep it real. I like looking at the, the headstones. I go with some of the headstones with, goes back to the 1700s. And it's it's incredibly touching to me. And sometimes there's stories on the headstones and makes me think about the people. And I, I wonder who they were. And I think about when it says their names and the dates that they lived. And I think about the times they lived and what world, you know, the world that they lived in and what that looked like. And it makes me think well i'll see you soon you know death is a debt to nature do i have paid it and so will you i i never forget that uh, that epitaph on one of the headstones i saw in an old cemetery in connecticut years ago but it's in the cemetery there are um there's no shortage of graves from from fallen soldiers I've talked about them before. From every war this country has fought, including the Revolutionary War, and that is you want that's incredibly touching to me as well. And um, walking around and reading this, this the headstone, sometimes what's really depressing and sad. Well, same thing I guess is some of the stones have been weather worn and you can't read their names anymore. And that makes me, that makes me sad because I like, I like to look, especially, you know, when you go, you could look up uh, the Civil War rosters and there are a lot of Civil War veterans in there dead. And uh, I look up there, this, I try to find out as much history about them as I can. And they're always pretty much young men of course and it makes me sad when I especially think about just a 20 year old gave their life fighting fighting uh you know they gave their life for the republic and not i'm sure uh everyone was fighting in the civil war for uh for uh noble the, the noble cause of course but that's neither, it really isn't incidental at that point. Every, these people did give their life so we would have a republic. So this nation of by and for the people shall not perish off the face of the earth. That's what Lincoln said. Because they understood how, um, how special that was, how, how much of an aberration it is 
to have a, a, a democratic republic in, in history, what they were doing, the radical nature of what it is, what it means to, to have a government like this, and how, how tenuous it is. It demands our attention. It demands our involvement. Otherwise, here we are. It's, we have been under assault from the inception of this country, from, by, let's say, the, uh, the conservatives, trying as much as they can to undermine the very thing that they pretend to love, and that is the country. What is the country? But it's government. That's what the founders fought a revolution for. They didn't fight it for what? So uh, some, a couple of rich people can, um, can ride us all to the bank? No, that's the system they rebelled against. So re- and regardless of their hypocrisy, and it's, and it's boundless, we, we know that. The, the fact is, we're, as we try to actualize for all the promises in our founding documents, the Republican Party gets, uh, they get more desperate and they get more um, unhinged, violent, and they're not kidding around. They, the Republicans, I mean, well, the, let's say, not the Republicans, the conservatives, because that's really what the problem, conservatism, whatever they call themselves, the Whigs, the Tories, the Republicans, right? The Democratic Party of the 1800s. We, we know, I know, that's complex. A complex thought is difficult. That's difficult for the Republicans. I, I, it's just so tedious because they, they I, I can't even tell you how many emails I've received or messages. Uh, Any time you know, we talk about, let's say, um, the Civil War or whatever, I'll, I'll get a message from one of these right-wingers. It was the Democrats. The Democrats were the ones who, who were... Uh, had slaves or whatever. It was the Republicans who freed the slaves. It's that is whatever. So what? That's what they called themselves then. This, yeah, the Republicans, the Republican Party was founded as the antidote to the entrenched racist Democratic Party of the 1860s. Okay, that changed. Things have changed. Now you're the filthy racist. Who knows in a hundred years? We'll, we'll see. I won't be around, but who knows? Does it matter? That's why I say, you know, why don't you just like take a, um, well, let's say, why don't you fill up an ice cream cone with some uh, of your dog refuse and then say, hey, it's ice cream. Take a, take a nice lick. Considering you don't care what anything is, you just, uh, what matters is what it's called. So have at it. I don't know. That's, it's just so ridiculous. It was the Democrats who uh, had the slate. Who, what is, are you, you gotta go back to 1865? Where have you been? 
I mean, this is over 100 years ago. Now things change. Yeah, the Democrats, when, the, when Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act, yeah, the racists, the Democratic racists, the Dixiecrats, all ran to the arms of the Republican Party, the, the racist Southern strategy. You know, Lee Atwater, you, N-word, N-word, N-word. You start out by saying N-word, N-word, N-word. That was Lee Atwater's advice. First you say N-word, N-word, N-word. That don't work anymore. So now you say things like forced busing and taxes. And you know that blacks get hurt worse than whites. And that's the point. You're blowing the dog whistle. You're getting a racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Tucker Carlson show in a nutshell right there. So we're, we're really up against so many factors. Like um, our house is not only on fire, there's a bunch of termites chewing at the foundation. And we're about to topple over here. All, uh, everywhere you look, in every segment of civilization, of this society, the fascist termites are whittling away. They're chewing away. At everything, and even when their their lies and their dim Führer's lies result in an armed insur—well, not just arms. Yeah, they were armed. I know that the Republicans say, "Oh, they didn't have uh, M16s or whatever." They came with bear spray and and nooses, banging on the not just b- breaking the windows, breaking through the doors, breaking the windows. Chanting, hang Mike Pence. Yeah, so even when their lies result in an insurrection where people end up dead, they, what, that now they don't even want to participate. Tonight, well, yesterday when we did the show, it came out that the Republicans and the Democrats had finally come to an agreement there, there will be a commission to study <laughs> to find out what happened January 6th. And of course, the Republicans, because you know why, guys? Well, for first, let me finish that thought. Tonight, um, Kevin McCarthy, who is a, that's a leader, right? That's what the Republicans call a leader. Somebody who doesn't lead. Somebody who follows a con man. That's their leadership. It's ridiculous. All right. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. I really enjoy seeing the chat room. I see Mark, our millennial correspondent. Mark has his own show, and we will we'll have Mark on the show. We have to discuss that, Mark, when you want to come on the show to discuss your show maybe you should come on this show more often and talk about what it's like to be a young person in this sick-ass country i know what it was like for me as a young person i was a damn drug addict that's what happened no but it wasn't because i was here i mean i'm in i'm alive in spite of living in this fucking country oh excuse me i'm not supposed to i'm trying not to curse i know i keep saying that but now i'm really trying not to curse so 
I see everyone. Who's here? Jim, of course. Robin. Steve. Barely train coat. Train cot. Nice to see you. Suzanne. Who else is here? Errol. Nice to see you. Steve. Very nice. Very nice. Mark, you have to hit me up on uh, Discord or whatever. We'll talk about it. Whatever works for you. All right, all right, all right. What was I saying? Um, yeah. The Republicans. Let's just let's just get some. Let me play some video here, just to focus my my brain a little. My little brain a little. Here we go. Um, this guy, this is this is how dangerous the Republican Party is. Now they're doing this so-called audit, a fraud. It was aptly named. Somebody, somebody, somebody. Uh, I don't know who. I can't give credit where credit's due because I don't remember who who coined the term fraud. It, but that's what it is. It's a lie, and Trump is a liar, and 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 he actually. He's because he has this blog now. He's a blogger. He's like a teenage girl. We know he has the emotional maturity of a teenage girl. He does. He has a he has the emotional maturity of like a teenage of a of of a teenage brat, a teenage biatch, right? Who sits around and. And, and insults people who are, are they who who are better than them. That's the real problem. But Trump, he he actually on his blog. What is his blog? Trump's blog. I can't remember what it's called. He he just just doesn't. He's just lying. Okay, we know that. Yeah, the the election wasn't stolen. He's a filthy liar. But eh. he said that they were deleting the the records of the ballots. Let me say, what is Trump's blog? From the desk of Donald J. Trump. Please. It's a scam. This is Trump Network Vitamins. Same thing. That's all. It's another scam, but that's he um the because the country is so sick the because the republican termites have damaged so damaged the foundations of our democratic system he was able to slink and slither his way into the cracks and crevices and exploit them exploiting the fissures of disunity as henry wallace said i mean he is the epitome of what Henry Wallace warned us about, but he he tweeted. Not, I can't. I can't say tweet. I can't, it just comes out of my mouth. He he posted because thank God he's not on Twitter. Honestly, we really thank, let's take the win there. Thank thank you, Twitter, for removing him. Could you imagine what we would be dealing with? It's bad enough on his blog, but it's great that he doesn't have. The platform and that Facebook, as much as Facebook sucks, they they have temporarily and hopefully it's permanent removed him from the platform. 
Because he's spreading these lies. So he tweeted, or, oh, there I go. <laughs> it just comes out of my mouth. I'm sorry. Just after I tell my, I say, I should not saying that. And it comes right out. Okay. From, where is this? Here it is. Donald J. Trump, the entire database of Maricopa County in Arizona has been deleted, all caps. This is a bald-faced lie. It is a lie. It just pulled us out of his ass, but he knows the, the stupids. He knows. That's what the Republicans understand. They count on their base being dumb. And easily played. Has been deleted. This is illegal. He, he just pulled it out of his ass. So, there, here's a guy from, let's see, from the, the Arizona Republican Party, the, who doing, he's not doing the, the recount or whatever, the audit. He's one of the just uh, bureaucrats who works in he, in government in charge of the election. He was appointed in January or whatever, elected in January. I don't know his whole resume, but he's he's pushing back. He said he's sick of it. So he appeared on CNN. Here, let's watch. Another baseless accusation about Maricopa's County Elections Management. Now saying, quote, I'm quoting a former president. The entire database of Maricopa County in Arizona has been deleted. Deleted. All of it deleted. So I guess you couldn't check it because there's theoretically so much fraud. They delete the whole thing. I don't know what conspiracy it's leading to. Something like that. That's what led my next guest, who runs Maricopa's elections department, so he knows what he's talking about, to tweet, quote, wow, this is unhinged. I'm literally looking at our voter registration database on my other screen right now. We can't indulge these insane lies any longer. As a party as a state, as a country. Up front now, Maricopa County recorder, Stephen Richer. He is a longtime Republican. And Stephen, look, I appreciate your time. Um, Thank so, you so much, Eric. So you're sitting at your computer and yes. you're, and you're, you know, you've got a couple screens up like everybody these days and you're looking at the voter database in the midst of all this. And then this, this message comes from former President Trump saying that the entire database in your county, the most important county by size in Arizona has been deleted, all caps, deleted. What did you do at that moment? I was just exasperated. I yeah. actually got the letter all? forwarded to me from a supporter and she's a very nice woman named Vicky, and she basically said, "What gives? What's going on here? Why are you deleting files?" And I was just Believing sitting there looking the at our voter registration database, and I have the elections database as well on my computer. It just what, what, what can we do here? Um, when do we get to the point where we simply call Twitter, not the former president, but the con man? Just call him the con man that he is. He is a con man. We have the receipts. We have the history of his grifts. And they, they haven't stopped. God help us. I mean, this is, this is tantamount to saying that the pencil sitting on my desk in front of me doesn't exist. Yeah, and it, it, that, I think that's what's so hard to understand about this, because that is what it is. And yet people still believe it and they're looking at the pencil and somehow they don't believe it's there. I mean, you responded then, you know, you went you went on Twitter and you, and you took a stand on this um, and yep. you said, 
um, it's Stephanie. what the president's statement was, quote unquote, unhinged. Right. I mean, it was completely counterfactual. Yeah. What what why did you feel you needed to do that? And what gave you the lie. courage to do it? Because now you've stuck your head up. You you know what We're, incoming feels like. Yeah, no, I, I mean, this wasn't about President Trump. This was just about the people who work in this office. I came into this office to try and make it as boring as possible. I've been sitting on the sidelines. I hadn't taken a single interview prior to Friday. This is my first national interview. But at some point, you know, we're humans. It has to stop. There are good people working here in Maricopa County, and I was tired of them being defamed. That's my team. That's well, my office. Cares? That's they my don't friends. They care who they put in danger. That's what they're doing. They're putting everyone who works there, doing their, their patriotic duty, making sure that the election is run free and fairly, and there's none of these Trump and Z termites in there screwing it up. And spreading lies, but they don't care who they get, who they endanger. You know that they're putting people in danger because they're they're nuts. They're unhinged. Here, I want to. Where is this here? This guy today. I don't know if you saw this. Trump supporter rants to the to arrest the Maricopa County officials. Here's part one. Day in the election um, audit in Arizona, Maricopa County. This is the tw- this is um this poor May dumb dumb the seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Does he look one fifty two p.m. like someone? I want to let you all know what's going on. Who's well, well read, and informed? Really, I mean, not looks, not just look. I'm not talking about his looks. His what's coming out of his mouth. Does, does this person seem like somebody who is well-informed and emotionally stable? Uh, I'll just lay that out there. And here, here we go. They just did a, the board of supervisors did a fraudulent meeting just now, and they basically voted not to show up tomorrow and not to answer the Senate's questions. Yeah, because how many times will it ever end? How much, wait, how many, there's not enough minutes left in our lives to waste on these trump banzees that's the problem we, that's another minute we'll never get back every time we have to entertain the fake the the lies as if they're true and give it gives them legitimacy and then we never get that time back that we could be spending more productively trying to make a more perfect union you know instead of doing a video you you said unhinged trump anzi why don't you go take a course on critical race theory or something improve yourself i call on all people of arizona to demand everyone to be friggin Arrested. All five of the board supervisors should be arrested immediately for not following court orders, for lying, perjury. Well, you know how much they love the court. Well, the court that they packed. But how many courts said, get the F out of here? How many courts? Over 60 court cases that were thrown out with prejudice. Meaning 
The court was like, stop wasting our time. They should have just thrown their asses in jail, frankly, after a while. Enough, because that's abusing the courts. You're abusing us. That's what they do. Robbing more of our tax dollars. That's part of what we pay our taxes for, to keep the courts open so people have recourse, that we have a fair country, a fair and equitable union, in spite of the trump running around. But... Of course they abuse the court system. I mean, the Trump, the, the, the whole uh, QAnon Republican Party, is it's, it reminds me of Scientology. That's the same tactics that the Scientologists use. Continually lie, harass people, go after them personally, abuse the court system, abuse the legitimate um, systems that, that we all call on or count on to have a functioning society and they take that and they abuse it and they abuse us all while simultaneously robbing us robbing us of our time our 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 tax dollars and robbing us of our of dignity of our decency and our democracy ultimately robbing and robbing us of our sanity frankly because how much longer, really, how much longer will, will we put up with it? Will we have to endure this? You know how much longer? Until we get rid of the filibuster. That's it. Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. I read an article. Well, well, that's an aside. Maybe we'll get to it. But just to tease it in case, um, you know, whatever. Um someone wrote that the one of the ways we can nullify Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin is call their bluff. If they're they're so hell bent on this um this mythical unicorn called um reasonable republicans and having bipartisanship, then go find ten senators. Do it. If you can't find 10 senators who will come to the table and vote on legislation that we need to keep this country going, do infrastructure, pick something. Pick something that we can all agree on and find the 10. I dare you. And if you can't find 10 senators with, I know that they, that Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin, they want to, they, can, can, they keep insisting how it's bipartisan. You got to be bipartisan. Well, find the 10. Bring them, bring them to the table and then we'll, we'll vote. They should, that should be their task. Go find these um, unicorns. Republicans that want to work to have a more perfect union. We won't, you'll never find them. That's why. You will never find them. Just like they, they, their dirty tricks during Obama, their caucus room conspiracy, the conspiracy to commit legislative constipation. That's basically what Robert Draper wrote. They're do- they're pulling this their dirty tricks again on everything. The worst part about it is that 
where we uh, there are challenging things happening. There, these are challenging times. We could use, you know, some unity. But we, we, we it'll never happen. You know why? Because they, the Republicans, they don't have an interest in democracy. They're, they see the brass ring. They're going for it. And that brass ring is the, the death of democracy. They've been reaching for that for, for uh, generations, for sure. They don't like democracy. They, they only like it. They can only abide by it when white people are the only ones who have power. But as we move to make a more perfect union with our culturally diverse, our diverse population, our nation of immigrants, they, they not only show us that they're unfit, they show us how what, what depths what lines they're willing to cross for all of the fear-mongering that they constantly engage in, talking about left-wingers, oh, the riots, BLM riots, and uh, all of the violence, uh, liberals. Who's the one? We're not the ones parading around with M-16s or, or AK-47s. We're not the ones who attacked the police. I mean, really. And we're not the ones who, I, I'm talking about the Capitol riots, when, even during when some of the, the, the Black Lives Matter during the George Floyd protests got heated, there was, nobody, was, nobody killed a cop. It was the right-wingers who... Pulled their dirty tricks. Screaming justice for George Floyd. That was the Boogaloo boys as he's firing his gun into a police station. Yeah, false flags. That's what they do. Bastards. Here's, let's keep going with this poor, this poor sap. You got to feel bad for him, but I would feel bad for him if he wasn't part of a dangerous death cult, an anti-democratic, unhinged death cult wedded to the big lie. And he's the case in point, this guy. I'm trying to find the, the article that has the guy's name on it. I'll find it. But he is the, a case in point why, and, and he's an example of how much responsibility that you need to have people who are emotionally mature, spiritually mature, intellectually capable and mature, you, that's the kind of leader or representative we, we need to have in government. Not the Marjorie Taylor Greens or the Matt Getzes of the world, the self-serving, self-seeking, sick, sick, sycophants who are in it for themselves. They're, that's the only reason they're in government to make themselves ingratiate themselves and but this guy here oh here it is his name is what's his name <laughs> a former uh, a supporter of former president trump the con man 
This is from Raw Star. Is calling for the arrest of Maricopa County ele- um, election officials, blah, blah, blah. In a video that he posted himself, the Trump supporter ranted that Maricopa County officials weren't obeying the wishes of the pro-Trump audit, quote-unquote, of the Arizona ballots that's drawn widespread criticism. I call on the people of Arizona to demand that everyone be friggin' arrested, he fumed. The Board of Supervisors should be arrested. It's not saying his name. It just calls him a Trump supporter. Yeah. Maybe they're being generous to him and gracious. But it's more than he would ever be to any one of us, of course. But this poor sucker is clearly not... You know, I'm trying to be nice and measure my words. He's not that smart. Really. He's um, he's somebody who... He's not that smart. Hold on. He's one of these... He's got to be. I mean, look at him. He's low IQ, low effort thinking, conservatives, studies. They've done studies. Conservative thinking, low effort thinking, low IQs, racism. This all goes hand in hand. That's this guy. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, he's sick. He's sick. And he po- this is what he posted. He posted it himself. It's sort of like Ricky Schroeder. We were playing the video last night. Posted that video of him harassing the Costco employee. He posted that himself because he was proud of it. This guy, same thing. He doesn't know um, that he should be embarrassed. And this is why, you know, with great... with. Great power comes great responsibility. This is another example why and how that how the Republican Party hates the people who vote for them. He, they hate America. Because if you have somebody and you know it's like a child. And if you're an adult and you have you're in charge of a child, you have an obligation to to teach that child uh, correctly, to not scare the child uh, um, needlessly, to not say, okay, good night, Johnny, there's monsters under your bed, because for, you'll get, for whatever reason, you're, you're getting something out of it. You're, I mean, that's the Republican Party. They, they are tickling the 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 very large amygdalas of the low IQ, low information, low effort thinking Republican base. And this is the result. They they don't have to be this way. There's the only reason this poor sap posts a video like this is because he's been manipulated. And lied to. And he's fallen for it. He's not smart enough to know that the con man is a liar. I mean, that's the con. That he's being played. You think Trump gives a crap about this guy? 
These, this is a sucker, a sap, just like uh, you know, all those veterans I was talking about who gave their life and are now lying in their cold graves. He's a sucker, sap, an idiot, a dupe, a means to an end. That's why you have to elect people to represent you who are worthy of you. Who aren't just this bottom-feeding scum. Who will manipulate the poor saps of the world. They could tell this guy a completely different story. They could tell him that, tell him the truth. Joe Biden won the election. Twitler lost. They don't have to tell them that thing. everybody's out to get them, a caravan's coming to get them, and immigrants are coming to get them, everybody's coming to get them. BLM is coming to get them and make them um, not make them feel bad. That's what they're worried about. They don't. It's like children too. Pain, avoiding pain, the pain of the growing pains of being somebody that's like, oh shit, excuse me. Uh, oh, um, maybe I have something to learn here. You never want to threaten. A Republican with knowledge. Woo! This is this is what we get. Meanwhile, they uh, all of the the bullshit this person must consume, and it's sad. It really is. This guy. I mean, that's the other thing I that is so gross about Republicans. Because they create people like this. They make, they take somebody who's easily played and easily led and they, they turn them into a sucker. A stat, it's, there's no difference between this and those scam baiters. You know, there's another thing I like to watch sometimes on YouTube, the scam baiters. It's just something I'll have on in the background sometimes. It's like they do it live on, on YouTube. They'll, they, these scam, you know, you all get scam phone calls or whatever. People saying, "Oh, um, you're well, how do they do it? Um, they have refund scams and um, all different scams. Oh, your computer is hacked scams, and they and then they take over your computer and they get people to give them a lot of money. In fact, it's a pretty lucrative scam <laughs> in India, and they're usually from India." these particular scams, these tech scams. But th there's no difference between that, those scam baiters, and then the, so the scam baiters call them and they keep them on the phone for a long time and they, um, you know, so they're not at calling others and uh, legitimately ripping them off. So the scam baiters call them and the, they turn the tables on them, you know. It's fun. It's It's interesting to me. But there's... There is really no difference between those scam baiters and the Republican Party scam baiting the dupes. Well, that's not scam baiting then. There, that's a that's the actual scam is going on. So, and that's what they're doing. They're telling these poor suckers that the election was stolen from their dumb Führer, the con man. What a surprise! A con man. 
is lying to them. What a what a surprise! And they they cause a, an idiot like this now to have um, anxiety and stress, thinking that everyone is that living in a country where it's so corrupt. Leaders that Joe Biden is a pedophile, and this is what they say. What they're saying that the Hillary Clinton is is feeding off the pain and suffering of children and drinking adrenochrome. This is what they are telling these people. They believe this crap. So how how do you ever form a perfect a more perfect union, or even a, a union that tolerates? each other if uh, you know under these circumstances how how it's impossible it's uh, it is impossible to do that's why we we have a small window of opportunity to make sure that the filthy fascists cannot rig the elections to the point where we they they rig themselves into permanent majority despite receiving fewer votes. We have a small window. We better act like the house is on fire. It's like the house is on fire. We got Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin walking around saying, nothing to see here, go back to bed. Well, we're burning up all around us. But they're not kidding around. The Republicans aren't slowing down. They're not... They're not stopping. They're not uh, changing course. I got a, I got a notification on my phone earlier that said, "Oops, oops." Didn't say that, but hold on. That's the cat. Damn it! Damn it, Tara Junior Junior. Trying to make room. Where's my phone? Oh, here it is. I got an alert on my phone earlier that said Mitch McConnell says he believes the election, um, that Joe Biden won the election. Like, that's supposed to be a breaking news. Where do we live? I'm trying to find the exact notification, but... Oh, yeah. Not Mitch McConnell. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham says, I accept the results of the election. That's that's breaking news. That's a headline. See? That's how sick this country is. It's a headline that Lindsey Graham says the truth, can concede the truth. Please. This guy, let's keep going. These people are crooked. They need to go to prison right crooked. now. Like crooked until Hillary? They give us the truth. Clint Hickman, I'm calling you out again, you idiot. Get off your butt and tell wow. the truth. This poor sap. I called you at your office the other day, and you never even care what I say. You're going to prison, boy. <laughs> I'm letting you know you're going to prison for a long time. We got you, boy. We got all the evidence. You're not going to get out of this, you stupid board advisors. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. At least Gates. you share a good name with another crook, Bill Gates. Wow. You know what? I was, had it. I'm going to drive down to Arizona. I'm going to arrest you myself, Clint Hickman. I'm going to come oh, down please. there. I'm going to film Pretty it. Please. I'm going to arrest you live. 
on YouTube. Please. How do you like that, boy? You idiot. Yeah, you you mentioned about on a Sunday night, 90 people marched around your house saying on your oath. Well, guess what, buddy? I was there. I filmed it. I was there. Where's the cops? I was yelling on your oath because you are not on your oath. Clint Hickman, District 4, Board of Advisors, Arizona, Maricopa County. You all are crooks. You ain't going to show up because you ain't got nothing truthful to say. You ain't following the orders. Arrest these people. Arizona. 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 Um, Rangers, get in there and arrest them all now. Somebody, see, somebody that's not crooked, go arrest all five of these crooks right now and throw them in prison. They're not giving up the routers. They're not giving up the routers. To a bunch of crooks. This is insane. That's only part one of the video. Where's the other part? Hold on. Let's see. I think I, ha I don't have it grabbed. I just have to play it off of the off of the friggin' thing. Oh, wait. We, let me play this other thing first. He's talking about the audit. I, I got this from CNN. Here. Oh, here's Anderson Cooper. They did a behind-the-scenes of the Arizona cyber ninja a-holes. Organizers of that Stranger Than Fiction review of votes cast in last year's election Oops. in Phoenix, Arizona, are hitting that. the pause button on one of the most outlandish escapades in the wake of the former president's lies about who actually won. There's a private company called Cyber Ninjas is far from the finish line in counting or saying they're counting more than two million votes cast in Maricopa County. The workers it has hired have to stop tomorrow because of a number of high school graduations which were scheduled for the building where the count is being held. Now, the review was orchestrated by Republicans in the Arizona State Senate amid wild conspiracy theories involving ultraviolet light and even bamboo. Senator <laughs> Kim La has been covering the saga since the beginning Jesus and was finally Christ. allowed inside. We are getting the first look ourselves. Hey, good morning. At the next act in the replay of the big lie. In the press box. That the 2020 election was stolen. So this is the press box? And that's the floor. The counting floor of yet another tally of the nearly 2.1 million ballots have, in Maricopa County. I don't from know if a you distance. see that. And they have the ballots on Lazy Susans. That's what they were doing. They Lazy Susan-ing it and then looking with ultraviolet light for bamboo. Because, you know, bamboo, there's bamboo in China. That's their big... Big reveal. And what, what do you want to bet they're going to find? They're going to find the anomalies they're looking for. Because they make it up. That's why. There's no anomalies. This is a scam like Trump Network Vitamins. This is like the equivalent of the, the suckers who bought into Trump Network Vitamin. This is the part where they pee in the cup with Trump's logo on it. And then it gets to the fake lab that throws the pee in the in the circular circular file that they keep by the desk, and then they send you their their sugar pills, their non FDA approved bunch of crap that you eat for five hundred dollars a month. That's what Trump did. He really thought that that was going to be successful. Trump Network Vitamins. Well, it was for him. And that's the way it is. Trump leaves 
people, uh, everyone holding the bag. But here, here we go. reporters so far away that I have to use binoculars to see. It looks like a ballot. Look harder. And the ballots are on a lazy Susan, zooming by ballot counters. Jesus this guy Christ. in a cowboy hat, walking around with what appears to be some type of self. This is. Ah! I'm hitting the wrong button. Like a ballot review, but look harder. And the ballots are on a lazy Susan, zooming by ballot counters. This guy in a cowboy hat walking around with what appears to be some type of cell phone jammer. And then there's this- Can you believe that? Yes, because Antifa must be trying to hack in or something. Well, we got a cell phone jammer here. It makes it everything look legit. Light machine with multiple cameras. Two of the three matching. Ken Bennett, hired by the Republican-controlled Arizona Senate to help run this ballot review, Christ. explains why they're using it. Some microscopic cameras can zoom in on certain parts of the ballot to make sure that where the ovals were filled in, there's a depression instead of the ovals being filled in by a, a Z-Watch machine. Right. Is there a concern uh, that ballots were Xerox? It's in my soul. Uh, there, there's always concern that uh, we want to make sure that every ballot came from a an eligible registered voter in Maricopa County oh as opposed to somebody trying to introduce unauthorized ballots. That's a conspiracy theory that ballots were somehow yes. snuck in leading to Donald Trump's defeat in the state last year. These types of lies resonated with ballot counters like Eloise Flag. I hope that we can, can come step. to a point where we're happy with the results and Truth is told. You we win, talked to her right, as workers arrived one? outside the Coliseum to count ballots. Their cars covered with bumper stickers supporting Trump and logos for conspiracy websites. In do you full think wars. that Donald Trump won Arizona? Yes, I do. I think that Donald Trump won the election. Aww, These workers didn't want to talk unless... But I would like to hear you guys talk hey, about hey. Hunter Biden's laptop. Workers were told to not tell the public anything. Remember the guy in the Jesus cowboy hat? help us. He jumped in to tell this worker to ignore us. He works for Cyber Ninjas, the tech company hired by Arizona Senate Republicans to conduct this third ballot review, or as Lisa Shackett calls it. It was complete theater. With no training, Shackett got hired for two days. Here she is on the floor as an observer. She's retired, a Democrat, and worried about lack of training or consistent protocol with ballots. The effort here is to uncover a, a fraud, and if they can't uncover it, then they're going to create the fraud. From the counting process, it is not a normal um, recount process. Um, it is definitely not an audit process. Ryan Macias is an expert in election technology. He's on the floor, brought in by the Arizona Secretary of State to observe Cyber Ninja's ballot count. He's a registered independent and has been hired by both Republicans and Democrats to help safeguard dozens upon dozens of state and federal elections. I mean, th there's ballots, um, there's uh, people counting, but the process in which they are utilizing, at least on the counting floor, is nothing that is in an election uh, environment. A show that the Maricopa County Sheriff does not want to be a part of. To be reckless and to give away something of uh, this capacity into the hands of a complete stranger is not going to happen while I'm the sheriff. Why is the sheriff involved? another conspiracy this audit is chasing. The cyber ninjas want county routers to see if hackers rigged the election. 
Sheriff Penzone refuses to hand over the router, saying the entire county's electronic security and law enforcement technology is at stake. And when you have individuals who assume a conspiracy and then try to create the reality behind it, it's extremely dangerous. Is that what's happening yeah. here? That is what's happening here. You know, there's assumptions without any factual information to justify that. And this bizarre ride is far from over. In just a couple of hours, the ballot counting is going to pause because there are high school graduations next week. So they got to give up the space in the Coliseum. And so those 2.1 million ballots, they're going to travel outside that Coliseum past what I'm standing in front of, which is the Crazy Times Carnival. It runs through Saturday. <laughs> the move is going to happen tomorrow that morning. Is so and they're going to fitting it's crazy times carnival that's why they have to get out of the way which i thought that they were talking about the so-called audit slash fraud it crazy times carnival that's where we live in every single day is the damn crazy times carnival how much more can we endure of this this nonsense you see what it is we have to we, we have to we have we just have to entertain them while we have actual work to do. Jesus Christ. Here it goes on. To that green building, the Cyber Ninjas, Arizona Republicans, the Senate Republicans say that that building is temperature controlled, 24 hours monitored with security. But here's a couple of issues, Anderson. The wall closest to the carnival has as it's being used by carnival goers it's public toilets and the state fairgrounds does not recommend use of that building right now because of summer heat and we're talking about paper oh, ballots so Anderson, how long the is the crazy time carnival open by the way do you know in the in the heat uh, another 48 hours so oh, I, I believe wow. tickets are on sale if you'd like uh, well I'll, I'll try to rush down uh, crazy times. Kyung La, appreciate it. Thanks very much. As her uh, story pointed out, what's happening in Arizona is a direct result of the former president's big lie that the election was somehow stolen, and that lie has rippled across the country, especially in states led by Republicans, which have enacted a series of new laws aimed at the restricting of voting in upcoming elections. Joining me now is former Georgia State Representative Stacey Abrams, founder of a group called Fair Fight and the author of a brand new novel, While Justice Sleeps. Let's see what she says. Representative Abrams, I, I want to ask you about your new book in a moment, but, but just first on the news, given all your work on voting rights, when you see this so-called audit in Arizona with cell phone jammers and UV lights and conspiracy theories about That's bamboo ballots brought in from Asia, what is happening there? It's a continuation of the big lie, but more importantly and more concerningly, it's a continuation of the insurrection, of this attempt yep. to disen you go. disenfranchise voters and to dismiss the legitimacy of our elections. That's a good way to put it. This is a continuation of the insurrection. The whole thing is. All of it. From Marjorie Taylor Greene's antics to this, to, uh, to the Republican, all, they, they're, they're messing with the election all over the country, changing the rules. So they, so more Republicans... I guess, well, they're changing the rules so to stop Democrats from voting. That's what it is. So they pick the voters, not the voters pick them. And we know that this is only part of a larger intention. Uh, just today, there leaked audio from Heritage Action for America, where they admitted that this is model legislation being promulgated across the country through a vast Republican intention 
of limiting access to the right to vote because they think it's the best way to win. And according to the leaked audio, they've been meeting with secretaries of state, with governors, with legislators, right. all with the intent of putting forward legislation that will restrict access to the right to vote and make it easier for Republicans to win. And we should all be concerned this because our problem. elections are not about partisanship. It should not be a question of Republicans or Democrats gaming the system, but everyone being able to participate and make their own choices. What's so kind of Orwellian about all this is at the same time this is happening, Kevin McCarthy is saying that no one is contesting the legitimacy of the last election, which is exactly what they're doing. Well, they're not only is not only is there this hypocrisy, but it's gaslighting. They are saying aloud that there is nothing wrong. And at the exact same time, they're pushing forward right. legislation to fix something they say is broken. Either they're <laughs> lying right. then or they were lying then or they're lying now. And the reality is the lie that continues to weave its way through our democracy is one that turns this issue of partisanship, this naked partisan grab, it distracts us from the fact that this is about citizenship. Who has the right to vote in our nation? And should that vote be impeded because someone doesn't like the choice you're going to make? Right. I, I the answer should be unequivocally yeah. no. I want to play an exchange that you recently had on the Hill uh, about voting rights with Louisiana's uh, Republican Senator John Kennedy about restrictions put into place uh, mm -hmm. in, uh, in Georgia. Introducing uh, Bigelow. What happened? And then, hold on. Tell me specifically, just give me a list we played of this the provisions earlier. that you object to. I object to the provisions that remove access to the right to vote, that shorten the federal runoff period from nine weeks to four weeks, okay. that restrict the time that a voter can request and return an absentee ballot application, that eliminate... Slow, slow down for me, because our, our audio is not real good. Right. You didn't expect an he answer, went on, did you? Uh, and in great detail, and I think he was surprised at the detail you were able to go into. Since then, the federal voting rights bill you've been advocating for has stalled. Are you confident at all that something will get passed at this point? Because this week, Democratic Senator Joe Manchin confirmed he wouldn't support the uh, voting rights bill known as the, the For the People Act. Manchin indicated he, he would support another more uh, modern God. voting rights bill called God. John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Ugh. I think it's important that great. the voting rights standards that are embedded in the For the People Act that they pass, and that is standardizing and laying a threshold for how people vote no matter where they live. And whether that occurs through the For the People Act, which I, I know is stalled currently, but this is a long year, and as we discovered in 2020, years can take a lot longer than we imagine. But we also know that the persistence of this attack on voting rights in Florida, in Georgia, in Texas, in Arizona, in Iowa, now introduced in Michigan, in Ohio, that these attacks are going to continue, that Heritage Action says it intends to do this in Nevada and in Pennsylvania, that every time we see our right to vote under attack, it should reaffirm for every good American, especially ones who hold federal office in the U.S. Senate, that we have to protect the right to vote, not to defend a party, but to defend the ideals of our nation, and yep. that the most patriotic thing we can do is pass voting rights legislation that actually defends the right to vote for all. Right. Perfect. Well, here's the problem. We have a window of opportunity to ensure that the Republican Party doesn't get away with their dirty tricks, destroying democracy. As we're talking right now, I went on Twitter to see what was trending, and um, Rick Wilson, which he's a Republican, but he's he's not a Trump and Z. Where is it? 
he is warning what we're talking about here that right now Rick Wilson warns Democrats that you either seize power right now meaning pass for the for the people act get rid of the freaking filibuster and pass the the programs and the initiatives and make f- voting uh, federal a federal uh, oversight either do this now or the republicans this is what rick wilson said the republicans will make the next election the last election you better believe it that's what we've been talking about this is not a drill i know i said i don't like that saying but i guess it's only because it's very basic Rick Wilson warns Democrats seize power. Republicans will make the next election the last. Here's from Politicus by Sarah Jones. If you truly want to know what's at stake as Republicans refuse to acknowledge the many, many gives Democrats are making for them in an attempt to form a bipartisan commission to investigate the domestic terrorist attack, incited upon this country on January 6th by former President conman Trump because he didn't like the results he lost. Well, listen up. Former Republican strategist turned never-Trumper and Lincoln Project co-founder Rick Wilson is warning Democrats like only somebody who truly understands the Republicans can. And he quote, and here's the quote. Here's what you don't get. The Trump GOP, as comprised today, isn't stupid. It's evil. They're smart. They'll play to your goodwill and instinct for a bipartisan veneer on the January 6th issue. When Speaker Green takes office, let me know how that bipartisan circle jerk worked out for you. He writes... On, on Twitter, he, he uh, tweeted out a thread. Uh, his first tweet said, of course, Q, <laughs> Cuban, you know, QAnon, Cuban McCarthy opposes a bipartisan January 6th commission if the Democrats have the stones to pull it off an open question. To be honest, it would make Benghazi look like a sewing circle that they can't possibly look inside the reality of that day and maintain the big lie. They can't admit to the clear causality of Trump unleashing his mob. It opens them up to personal, moral, and political liability for that day. And that's really the truth why that exactly what Rick Wilson is saying and what we, are, what we all know, they're complicit Kevin Q, Cuban Mc, uh, well, yeah, I guess I'll have to. That's what I'll have to call him, Cuban, Cuban McCarthy. He's complicit. Hold on, let me lower this. He's complicit. We know that. We know on January sixth that he called up Trump and said, "Call off your freaking mob." And Trump said, "Well, I guess Kevin, they're." more upset about the election than you are. But then Trump, I mean, I mean well, then Cuban went, be- went down to Maramoron and bent the knee. 
So here Rick Wilson continues. They can't admit to the clear causality, oh, I read this already, of Trump unleashing his mob. It opens them up to personal, moral, and political liability for that day. More important, in their minds is something darker. They see the majority in, in their grasp. And just as they did in the States this year, they'll strike quickly, mercilessly, and without a moment of hesitation or a, uh, of a scintilla of shame to make the next election the last. If that doesn't send a chill up your spine, I'm not sure what will. It's the truth. He, he nails it. They see the majority in their grasp, and they, just as they did in the States this year, they'll strike quickly, just like they did with Amy Coney Barrett, bitch. That unfit unqualified lickspittle who has no business being anywhere near the Supreme Court, much less sitting on the bench and judging us all, inflicting her, her archaic handmaid's tale on the, on the society that doesn't want it. Remember Amy Coney Barrett? The, a week they put her on, on a lifetime um, position. Oh, but Democrats want to pack the court by unpacking the court. Jim Crow 2.0. You're Jim Crow 2.0, not me. I'm rubber, you're glue. They're not kidding around. When fascists show you who they are, believe them. And, you, and as Rick Wilson is saying, warning and hoping that somebody will hear and listen like Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin enough. We're just not kidding around. Bipartisan, my ass. We need a functioning democracy. And you don't have that with a bunch of traitors. You can't go bipartisan with traitors. Here, here, Rick Wilson continues. For them, the problem wasn't an attack on our republic and our democratic election. For Kevin and company, the problem was that it didn't work the first time. They need the shock and awe, the spectacle, the Trumpotty terror threat out there. The zero, this zero-sum game of power slash not power is what the Democrats never, ever, ever grasp. It's the truth. She, he's right. Because the Democrats are too busy thinking or, 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 see, it's sort of like, that's a human thing. We project our own feelings onto others. We, we... We can't imagine that, um, for example, when someone is a sociopath, like you might be dealing with someone who has no feelings or empathy, and you you just don't think that you you believe that everyone is operating with the same set of emotional cues, but some people just aren't. The same thing with th this functioning or non-functioning democracy. You assume 
many, this is my, what I believe about the Democrats, many of them believe that they have, um, that the Republicans are, are uh, operating in a, sincerely, with a sincere desire to have, um, you know, a functioning democracy, and they're not. They're not sincere. Look at, all you got to do is look at Mitch McConnell. Look at the caucus room conspiracy, goddammit. If you're sincere and your government and your country, I should say, has um, where, let's, for example, when Obama took office, when we're on the verge of another Republican Great Depression in 100 years, and you're a sincere representative of the people, would you vow with, the, with a bunch of traitors to do nothing to not do your job. That's what they did. They took an oath. See, the Republicans, the other thing about them is that they're always vowing and taking oaths to, to not to the Constitution. They're taking oaths to Grover Norquist to never, ever, ever raise taxes. Remember that? They're always taking all kinds of oaths to the corruption, to the destruction of democracy. But they don't, they don't take, when they put their hand on the Bible, they pretend to, to read and follow, please. And then they put their hand in the air and take an oath to the Constitution. And then they meet at uh, the caucus room on the night of Obama's inauguration. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it was. And they vow to not do their jobs, not pass any legislation, not find common ground and and uh, and address the 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 second republican great depression that's what they were doing they 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 vowed to grover norquist he was there um no and it wasn't grover norquist frank luntz um newt gingrich a whole bunch of other pricks who aren't even in government anymore just a bunch of traitors as they always are got together on obama's inauguration night to vow not to do their jobs to 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 stick their 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 little feet and uh just put on the brakes don't do a single thing to not to to help the American people get through the second Republican Great Depression in a hundred years, and that's what we were doing. That's what they left Obama with, and us. That's why I mean, after George W. Bush, they were people would have voted for Tara Jr. Jr. Not that Obama wasn't you know worthy, but. That's what happens. You get Republicans in office and they leave smoldering runes in their wake. But that is the point. It's not an accident. Just like trickle down. That's not an accident. That's another con. That's a lie. People are too generous. They say um, that, oh, we realize trickle down doesn't work. Uh, And Biden said that in uh, in the State of the Union, not, not State of the Union or whatever it was. That he said, trickle down doesn't work. As if they actually believed it did. It doesn't work. They knew that. It was a scam. It's a con. It's like the same con 
as if uh, Trump actually won the election. This it, It's that kind of con. It's all a con. It's a grift. A lie. But that's the point. The lie, it's, it's the means to an end. And the end is the end of democracy. And holy crap, as I'm talking... I don't know if you heard that ding. Uh, my phone fell. That's wait a minute. Where is it? Hey Siri. Oh, here it is. <laughs> it's right underneath my cat. Bing. That's the f- All right, shut up Siri. That's the um the bing that goes off when Trump Trump uh, releases gas into the into the body politic. Uh, in other words, he releases a statement. Well, who cares? Statement by Donald Trump, forty fifth president of the United States. Congratulations to Frank Earthorn for being reelected as chairman of the Republican Party of Wyoming. Well, he's probably a real milk-drinking, mouth-breathing monster. All right. Hey, 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 hey. Did you see that? You see what he did? He just tried to wipe the phone out of my hand. All right. Here, let's continue with Rick Wilson's advice. This zero-sum game of power, not power, is what the Democrats never, ever grasp. This year in the States, the GOP, directed and assisted by Heritage Action, has passed sweeping voter restrictions. Democrats couldn't mount a response. They played defense. Hey, 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 buddy, get a grip here. Hey! Hold on. What's going on here? Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? What's the matter? All right, sit down, please. All right, you grumpy bastard. He's getting grumpy in his old age. Aren't we all, though? (laughs) Will you stop being abusive? Jesus, he's so abusive to me. So sick of the abuse. We're better than this, Tara Jr. Jr. What happened to the love? All right. Democrat here, Rick Wilson continues. Democrats couldn't mount a response. They played defense. Hey, what's going on? Freak, why are you biting me? Maybe you need to get it down then. Sit in the chair. Come on, sit here. Sit down, you cramp, cramp, grumpy. Hey, grump. Hey, I'm not taking it. Look at my shirt. Why does it look like that? I look like a, a ragamuffin. It doesn't look like that in real life. Not only in the on the camera. God, I look like a rag muffin. I look like a filthy ragamuffin. 
getting abused by cats. God, no wonder. No wonder. Nobody wants to be a patron. <laughs> Not nobody. We need patrons. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Damn. All right. Let's keep going. This is Rick Wilson. We're we're reading some tweets that Rick Wilson put out tonight. A series of tweets warning Democrats not to be um, the mealy mouth little, um, I don't know, the, wh- who are they? The, the enablers of fascism. That's really what it is. When you're not fighting, if you're not, if you don't fight and you let it happen, what, what, what are you going to do? I always say, what about history? What, what? We know what history will say about the fascist Republican Party, but what will history say about the Democratic Party that enabled it and allowed it and allowed it to get away with its crimes? But it's like I was saying, you don't this is this is the frustration of of my eternal frustration with the Democrats that they don't fight. They, it's that's their instinct. Oh, let's compromise. Let's show everybody how it's working. It's really working. See, see us. We're sane. We're normal. We can have a functioning society and government. Look at the way we we do things. Well, when half, when the other major political party is nothing but a bunch of fascist termites destroying the foundation of the of democracy how how can you overcome that you can't you have to eradicate it legally and peacefully you have to contain it and ensure that it doesn't have the power to destroy you that's who we're dealing with rick wilson seems to understand that i hope the democrats listen So he continues, Democrats couldn't mount a response. They played defense. Even now, too many think policy will save them. And by them, he means the country. But our climate plan, quote unquote, or our gun control plan, or our daycare plan isn't politics, it's masturbation. The bad guys are willing to send people to kill you. And you respond with white paper. He writes, GTFO. Get the fuck out of here. This is why the Democrats should stop negotiation over the January 6th commission and just freaking do it. Absolutely. Do you think some kind of bipartisan comedy will and, and goodwill will be lost somehow. They sent people to kill you, he writes in all caps. Get a goddamn grip. Play offense. Drag them. Drag them. Here's what you don't get. The Trump GOP, as comprised today, isn't stupid. It's evil. They're smart. They'll play to your goodwill and instinct for a bipartisan veneer on the January 6th issue. They're conning you. Stop 
fucking around. And he wrote that. I'm just reading it. Announce the panel. Start. Don't delay. Time is fleeting. And the 2022 and 2022 is roaring into position. And there goes another ding off the phone. Oh. In case you missed it, this he keeps writing that, Twitler. I'm sure somebody, he found that somewhere and he liked it. Oh, I like that. In case you missed it. Joe Biden's imperiled economy from the Washington Examiner. Another propaganda rag. He's tweeting out um, more propaganda. It's the propaganda fascist circle jerk. And when fascism fully comes to America, what will happen is there will be no terror buster. There will be no real liberal media. There won't even be a veneer of the liberal media on the corporate media. That's how it goes. They will ensure that they own the message. They own the truth. Whatever they say the truth is. So... That's why there's no time to waste. And we can't, we can't mess around. This is for real. And thank you, Ed. I see your, your super chat. That's, thank you. And thank you, Jim, of course, as always. And Robin, thank you. That's how we do it. Where is this Rick Wilson opinion article? Robin asks. I'll put it in the chat right now. Let's see. Is it there? Oh, wait. Maybe I'll put it. How do I do it? Hello, Errol on Twitch. There we go. It should come up in the chat. I don't know. Is it not working? Something going on? What happened? Because I see you guys going, what's going on? What's going on? Did something happen? Did the show not... Did the show stop streaming? Anyway, all right. Hmm. I don't know why I can't post this in the chat. It might be because the link is too long. It won't let me post it. It's from Politicus. But if you just do a search. And thank you. I see you on on Rockfin, former VP Biden. What's this? All right, let's see. Where am I? Where's the article? I lost it. Bing, bong, bing, bong, bing. No, this is a good one. We need to get this into every Democrat's hands. Okay. This is, we're getting to the end of it. All right, here it is. They sent people to kill you. Got, get a goddamn grip. Play offense. Drag them. Here's what you don't get. The Trump GOP, as comprised, isn't stupid. It's evil. They're smart. They'll play to your goodwill and instinct for a bipartisan veneer on the January 6th issue. They're conning you. Stop. <clears throat> Excuse me. Stop fucking around. Announce the panel. 
start. Don't delay. Time is fleeting, and 2022 is roaring into position. You need to nationalize the election over, you know, the little things like whether it's okay to send a violent armed mob to the Capitol to overthrow the election. All right, stop it, you two. We got fights happening in the... I had to get out the... The duster. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. It's too much. Washington is a city desperate for an illusion of normalcy, an old school transaction and and old school transactional politics. The 2022 election will be defined by someone very soon. If you want it to be about Antifa and BLM and imaginary conspiracy horseshit. Keep on delaying. But when Speaker Green takes office, let me know how that bipartisan circle jerk worked out for you. And then he writes, done. Let me know how that bipartisan circle jerk worked out. Isn't it frustrating beyond belief? He's 100% correct. And this article continues, where is Sarah Jones writes, As I have been warning since before Trump took his fragile ego to D.C. to enrich himself, it's not possible to comprise, to compromise, excuse me, with people like this. And quote-unquote people like this are what the entire elected Republican Party has become. People like this don't want the same thing Democrats do. They are not looking for a functioning democracy. Have they been listening to Tara Buster? I have to say, this sounds like right out of what we talk about. How many times I say functioning democracy, functioning democracy. She continues, they are looking for power. They are the abusive spouse. Hello. (laughs) This is what we were saying. In a physically violent marriage, they want control, not love. There is no negotiating with these people because they don't want the same thing. I've been saying this forever. Please become a patron. Besides becoming a patron, I've been saying this. Um, Democrats need to grab the power the people have given them and ride it hard because Wilson is correct. Time is ticking. The 2022 election could hand power back to the Republicans, and if that happens, democracy as we know it will die. Will die the death the Trump terrorists sought on January 6th. The people gave Democrats power, and yet again, Democrats are too afraid to use it. And and this is me talking, not the article. That's the problem. We've been saying this all along. People want a fighter. You have to have the courage of your convictions and fight and fight for it unapologetically. And that's what we're doing here to reclaim, to take patriotism back from these traitors because that's what they are. These fascists, these traitors, these undemocratic, anti-democratic, un-American traitors Liars. 
who don't care. They don't care who they're manipulating, who they're harming, who they're freaking out. So they're making stupid videos, making themselves look like asses. Arrest you, arrest you all. I'll arrest you myself. This poor, slow bastard. Being duped by a, by a whole, by a con. An entire party of con artists and the giant con. The giant con man. Republicans only respect power when it's their own. Democrats have power. They need to use it. Republicans can only understand that. They can attack lawmakers and democracy if they lose the only thing they value, power. Republicans don't care about January 6th because domestic terrorism, when they lose an election, is justified. Haven't we been catching on to that? That's exactly what they're saying. It's a tourist visit. Oh, the real victims are them. The real victims are the ones who are the traitors being, quote-unquote, harassed by the Justice Department. Aren't we enough? Haven't we heard them? Believe them. They don't want a functioning democracy. And we're in big trouble if we fail to listen and heed the warning. This, and the article continues, this, uh, excuse me, that is also the entire reason they can't, they can't be empowered to investigate their own terrorism. And that's also why they don't care that, to investigate it, because they're involved. They're involved and they, they want to muddy the water uh, about everything other than, under the sun, Every, uh, they want to um, investigate police violence, violence against police. They want to investigate Black Lives Matter. They want to investigate the shooting of Steve Scalise. I mean, they throw it all in there. Because by the time it's done, who will remember who gave a tour, who's involved, who's palling around with terrorists? Remember how uh, Obama was supposedly palling around with terrorists? Well, who? Who is actually palling around with terrorists? Not only palling around, giving them tours, giving, preparing them, and then tweeting intelligence at them during the insurrection. The speaker has been removed from the chamber Nothing to see here. Don't come to the chamber because she's removed. You're going to have to find her downstairs and then you can drag her out and hang her. Jesus. Oh, another... Did you? I'm not sure if you heard the ding that went off again. He's really... It's going to be dinging a lot, I'm sure. Good news for Georgia and the Republican Party. Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan won't be running again for office. Well, he must be somebody that didn't go along with the big lie. He was one who, along with, oh, here it is, with, along with Brian Kemp, stopped the Georgia State Senate from doing their job in the, uh, on the, uh, wait, 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 from doing the job they wanted to do on the 2020 presidential election fraud 
Duncan's fight against election fraud made him unelectable. His former top aide, Chip Lake, said the lieutenant governor would not win another term in office. Lake said, I think it's an accident when this happens and accidents happen in politics. I mean, whatever. It's more words that mean nothing. That's what Republicans do. They became one and done. Now maybe the Georgia Senate House and House will build the courage to expose this large-scale presidential election fraud. Can you believe this shit? Do you fucking believe this? That this fucking... I'm sorry, I know I'm not supposed to curse. I'm not, I'm not cursing. This con man will not stop until he is stopped. Okay, Democrats? Grow a spine. Please. Or it's done. We're done. Uh, we, we have to... We have to instill the sense of urgency in these pricks. And I'm talking about the Democrats. Kristen Cinema, Joe Manchin, somebody needs to do an LBJ. Put these sons of bitches up against the wall. Grab them by the collar. Something. Do something to nullify the these these enablers. We don't have much time. Like Rick Wilson says, if the Republicans manage to take power again, it's over for good. He's not going to stop. He will not stop. It's not enough to say he's lying, clearly, because just like every fascist throughout history, Twitler has devalued the currency of truth. There is no truth anymore in the Republican Party. It is what the dim leader says it is. So you could say big lie, big lie again and again. Who cares what they call us, what they say? Oh, they're seizing power. It's We're not Jim Crow 2.0. You're Jim Crow 2.0. I'm rubber. You're glue. They're packing the courts by, by unpacking the courts. That's what we have to do. We have to pass legislation that will nullify the power grab of the fascist of the fascist dictator that that the wannabe dictator and his enablers that's what we have to do it is our patriotic duty to to see the truth not play nice with the traitors and beg them to to wake up to stop being the scum they are to stop being the evil scum they are i'm glad that rick wilson said it i've been saying it all along i'm glad it's out there that they're not stupid they're evil I've been saying that for years, and people are like, oh, you're just being over the top. You're That's you. That's Tara Buster. That's Tara. She's over the top. No. I've been warning. 
It's not over the top. It's just, it's not even, doesn't even come close. They're evil. Can't you see? I mean, they incited a goddamn insurrection and now they're covering it up. Yep. Andrea says on the chat, so the Dems are more responsible for the demise of, of democracy than the Repubs. It's true. Because you they're enabling it. They're the ones that should should stop it. The evil, evil is going to be evil. But what do you do? What do you say about the enablers of evil who know better? It's so, it's so annoying watching these Democrats go play footsie with the traitors. Enough. And pretend it's, it's like, it's the sick family dynamic. To pretend that the sick, the sick bastard isn't sick. Oh, yeah, that's nothing, nothing to see here. We're going to have a meeting. Oh, it's a very productive meeting when Joe Biden met with the traders. Oh, we had a very productive meeting when, when Q, what, Kevin on, Kevin, <laughs> Q and on Kevin left the meeting uh, immediately and called Joe Biden corrupt Joe Biden. I just met with corrupt Joe Biden. You prick. You disingenuous, backstabbing, fascist, lying, fascist, lick spittle of a con man prick. Coward. You prick. You coward. You backstabbing little coward. Call him that to his face, you coward. No, don't just call because you know why he does it. Because he, he knows that Joe Biden would be like, oh, welcome back, Kevin. Let's get make a deal. Let's make our legislation as shitty as you want it to be. And you still not get any of your support. I just met with corrupt Joe Biden. Oh, he doesn't have the energy of Trump. Trump didn't even need to sleep. Well, the Adderall will do that to you. So will dementia. Jesus. Scums. Evil scums. How much longer? Honestly, how much longer? How are we going to take it? Man. There's a couple other things. I mean, that just feels like I don't even know where to go from here. I had other things I want to talk about. Maybe we'll talk about I was. I wanted to talk about um, The View, but now it doesn't even feel like I, I, I don't even feel like it. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Hopefully, because it just seems too serious then to switch gears and go off on Megan McCain again. I mean, she's too easy. She had another tantrum, but whatever. This is probably a good place to uh, hang it up for tonight. Because I'm looking at the clock. I only have a minute left. Here comes the music.
Listen up, guys. This is the unapologetic, real, liberal media. And we need your support. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep this show going and growing. If you can, please do it at at, uh, patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And remember, we will win. We will, if we have the courage for the fight. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy. Do not apologize. Fight. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. I will see you soon. All right, friends, friends, Romans, and countrymen. Oh, no, McCain, please. I don't know. I just, after that, I feel kind of, I don't feel I can go switch into it, you know? We'll be a teaser. We can do it tomorrow. What do you think? Errol Thomas says, hit me up on MeWe if any of you can since Facebook is being stupid with my account. That's like a new thing, right? MeWe? You 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 mentioned that. You said put your show on MeWe. I was like another platform? Oh my god, I don't have the energy. Another platform? I don't know. All right, let's all I will try to do a show tomorrow. I promise you. Try trying is dying but since i mentioned it and teased it let's do it what do you think it'll be better if somebody between now and then takes the leap and becomes a patron but whatever we'll uh it's too important we need to get the word out the unapologetic liberal message of patriotism and then what we're up against All right, guys, 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 guys. And thank you. Let me thank you again, Jim, Robin, and Ed. And remember, remember, we will win. Here comes Tara Jr. Jr. Come on over here, kid. Come on over here. Get up here. Say say goodnight to everyone. (laughs) How you doing, my love? Show everybody your pretty face. Oh, he's being such a brat. What's the matter? You're my baby. All right. He's too human. You're a human. I know that. You're very human. He's great. He's such a human. All right. Listen up, guys. Let's, Let's meet back here tomorrow night. What do you think about that? Barring any catastrophes, I will, I'll try to do the show. That's all I can say, is make a promise and try to be a woman of my word. And, that's it. We will win. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you guys for hanging out. Remember to give the show a good review on iTunes if you can. Tell your friends about the show. 
keep coming back, become a patron, all that stuff. And I will see you very soon. <laughs> you too, honey. <laughs> <laughs>